This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Some kudos um, for his coverage in East Palestine. Um, that incident, and it's a lot more than that, is going to go down in political history as one of the most underreported, significant events um, in politics. It's going to play very large um, in the 2024 election cycle. Um, as Steve said, uh, the inflection point for the Donald Trump campaign occurred when Donald Trump went to East Palestine and Joe Biden went to Europe. And uh, we'll be glad uh, to have the Admiral back uh, in the saddle. Uh, I wanted to just show him personally that uh, I did steal his pink sheet today. But I'll put it back, Steve, in a safe place. I wanted to just look at this um, because I wanted to share with you something from uh, PeterNavar.substack.com that I put out today. Uh, Before I do that, I just want to give you a preview of the show. The first half hour here, I've got an actual blockbuster reveal breaking news about um, a great new book uh, and broader project that the Heritage uh, Foundation is putting out. We're going to have Paul Dan's up in, in just a minute. And then at the bottom of the hour, uh, we're going to first have Jane Zirkel give us an update on the uh, disgrace, which is otherwise known as the persecution of Miles Guo, um, and then quickly follow that with a nice long-form interview uh, with Clay Clark uh, and discuss at length uh, his um, path-breaking Reawaken America tour. But first, I just want to comment briefly um, on these, this um, Alibaba uh, thing. Alibaba, <laughs> Alibaba is a Chinese communist-controlled company that is the leading purveyor of counterfeiting in the world It was started with theft of intellectual property from American companies. And yeah, it was named after a pirate, Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. And what I wrote about in the the Substack today, and you can get that up on on, um, the the website up there. Um, What I wrote about today was how Alibaba, under pressure from Xi Jinping, who's worried about social media companies destroying political systems, oh, duh, um, forced Alibaba to break up into six different pieces. Now, what's interesting about that is that um, prior to that announcement, Alibaba had about $260 billion in market cap. And after the announcement, it added another $50 billion of market cap with a stock price rise. And the point I want to make here is one that goes back to my days in the Trump administration. What the hell are we doing letting American capital, particularly pension funds and retirement savings, invest in a Chinese communist company 
that steals our intellectual property, number one, and number two, is helping communist China and the CCP destroy America, okay? We got to stop doing that. And the, the lesson that I talk about in, in peternor.substack.com is, one, we need to cut off the flow of investment capital from the American mainland to the Chinese mainland forthwith, something we, we almost did in the Trump administration. Um, and pivoting, we also have to take a lesson from Xi Jinping. Yeah, yeah, these social media companies can disrupt political systems. We need to take down and break up Facebook and Google forthwith, something that uh, the, the, the people on the Capitol Hill talk about all the time, but they never do anything. And just remember, Zuckerbucks, Zuckerbucks, as I talk about in the Substack, Zuckerbucks spent more money in the battleground states of Wisconsin and Pennsylvania during the 2020 election cycle to set up ballot harvesting drop boxes to funnel a, probably what was a flood of illegal ballots into that system. Uh, Spend more money, Zuckerberg spent more money than the Trump campaign did itself. That guy is dangerous. Facebook is dangerous. Google is dangerous. Cancel culture is dangerous. And by the way, Twitter is still dangerous because, as I've shared with you um, on Steve's show, they keep censoring posts I put up. They're, I, Musk isn't aware, apparently, that the Twitter cancel culture bots are still active. Anyway, that's my rant. You can see the whole story at peternavar.substack.com. And what I want to do now is uh, pivot sharply and abruptly and welcome uh, my good friend Paul Dans in from Heritage. Um, and Paul's going to talk to us um, about the Presidential Transition Project, um, as well as an, a very important policy book that Russ Vogt, who you're familiar with on The War Room, is a key part of, and I wrote a chapter in. So, Paul, um, I want to welcome you uh, to Steve Bannon's War Room. Great to see you there. Um, pleasure, and, pleasure to be uh, with tell you. Tell us a little bit about, uh, yeah, t tell us a little bit first about uh, the, the presidential transition uh, project that you're that you're involved in. Sure, and it's great to be with you, Peter, and and the posse. I I myself am a uh, longtime listener, first time guest, and. Uh, really want to commend what you guys do here. It's really, we're going to harness this activist movement that you've really brought together and bring it to Washington to put people to work and the policies day one, January 20th, 2025. So the project we have here at Heritage, we actually shorthand call it Project 2025. We're looking to basically bring the conservative movement together systematically well in advance of, of you know, election day and even in advance, obviously, of inauguration day and identify the people and the plans and get them ready so we can drop in essentially special operators who know what to do and can start start at work immediately when, you know, the president utters the word, so help me God, we're walking in the doors and we're going to take over. So to be clear, um, the, the project itself, um, in terms of policies that are, I guess, being recommended in some sense by Heritage, are those embodied in this book that's going to be published next month? Can you tell us a little bit about sure. the, the policy book? Yeah, and, and uh, even to back up, this is not Heritage. Heritage is leading this, but this is 50 
of the largest and the most influential conservative groups essentially joining forces uh, to prepare in unison uh, to be ready. When uh, Kevin Roberts, our president, took the helm at Heritage, he, he kind of surveyed what's in front of us with 2024 and said, you know, the, the, really the nation is at stake here. We have, we have two years and one chance to get this right, and it can't be on the backs of any one particular think tank. We have to reach out to our, our brothers and sisters in arms and really come up with a coordinated plan. That's never been done before in the conservative movement. So what, we're, what we've done here is go back to what heritage, and we're going on our 50th year here, our anniversary next month, what Heritage really got on the map for, folks may remember in 1980, was serving up what's called Mandate for Leadership uh, to then-President-elect Reagan. And this was a uh, policy book on the order of about a thousand pages, but it was an agency-by-agency agency prescriptive fix that uh, basically set a roadmap, a Bible, if you will, for the for the fledgling administration to get on the same page and say this is what success will look like after four years and we also looked at what heritage had done in the past was also a, a on-ramp for resumes but we needed to add to that and we needed to bring everyone together so we built our project now into four pillars first is a policy book which we'll talk about and you are one of our esteemed authors we're so fortunate to have you on board as as well as russ <laughs> <laughs> and um Two is yeah. a massive database. Three is we're, we're doing online training. And four is uh, basically transition teams in 180-day plans. We're at project2025.org. People can learn more about it. Yeah, I, I do want the, the posse to visit uh, project2020.org. Is that what is it? 2024.org? Project2024.org? Have I got 2025. that right? Project2025.org. 2025. Yeah, okay. Jan 20, right, let me say that one more time. Project2025.org. And the reason why I, I want you to go there is because it is an interactive experience. So first of all, if you put your, your name and email address in, um, you'll be notified when the policy book comes out, and it actually is going to be free online. It's going to be sold on Amazon in hard copy, but you will be have an opportunity uh, to get a free copy of it, I guess, in a, a PDF or some kind of Kindle format. So that's a good thing. But as I was looking at it earlier in the day, it's kind of cool. It's got a whole survey um, to survey your opinion about various types of issues and it's fairly broad range of issues so they'll gather gather some good data so i, I urge you kind of to start there um before we talk about the book um, could you tell me what are some of the other big conservative organizations um that are on board with this paul let's start there sure um and it's hard to to rattle off all 50 but obviously you mentioned russ and the center for renewing america uh <laughs> the Conservative yeah. Partnership Institute, Leadership Institute, um, American yeah. Center for Law and Justice. Basically, you think of them and they've, and they've joined this, um, this team. We're, we're all basically trying to avoid duplication of efforts, but crowdsource the great ideas that are across the conservative movement and you know really systematically be ready. Uh, we had to kind of come together, literally, uh, kind of mend some fences with folks um, we're, this isn't going to be the perfect sampling, but it's a start. And what we've really done is gone back, like I was saying, to what 
the Heritage did in 1980 when they wrote the original book, had 400 contributors then, majority of whom were outside yeah. of Heritage. It was a small organization. So we said, you know, let's, let's work conservatives. Let's look to the, to, uh, the past to get some good ideas. Let's do the same thing. So we're, we've recreated the book circa 2023 now. We had over 400 people nominated uh, who are policy experts and people who've been recently in, in the government and Trump admin really come together and write these chapters. So that was that's coming out next month. And um, we're excited, like you said, it's going to be ultimately available online at project2025.org. And we will make it available for sale. Um, that, you know, for people who prefer hard so copy let's, books. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about some of the chapters and, and also within the broader context of, of how you're going to uh, reconcile or acknowledge um, some of the, the cross currents um, in, the, in the Republican Party. We talk, talk a lot in the war room, and I've written a lot in my substack and books um, about uh, traditional Republicanism, the, the Republicanism um, of uh, deregulation and lower taxes uh, for middle-class families that, that certainly the MAGA folks support. Uh, but there are issues such as the border issue um, and, and the issue that I'm very involved in, the trade issue, um, where there's, there's a, a, a fairly uh, intense debate uh, between the, the kind of the traditional Republican wing, the free market wing, um, uh, the open border wing of the party, and and the, the MAGA Trump folks who take the the the, the MAGA view of uh, secure, the importance of secure borders and fair trade. So, for example, in the book, um, I'm absolutely delighted to be a contributor uh, when 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 the book deals with the, the trade chapter, which, which I'm a part of, it's actually two chapters. And one of them is called uh, The Case for Free Trade, and the other case is my chapter, which is The Case for Fair Trade. And I look, Paul, I think that's a great way of handling these cross-currents. But, but tell me a little bit about, about how the big tent of heritage is, is kind of handling some of that. Sure. Um... Well, there's a number, a little bit of, of difference between 1980 and, and this uh, year's edition. First, people will remark, we're in 2023. The book in 1980 was, was literally presented to uh, President-elect Reagan in 1981. So he's already been elected by then. Here, we're coming out right at the debut of primary season and really trying to establish to, you know, this is candidate agnostic, you know, who, whoever becomes a conservative standard bearer, we want to provide a resource to him or her. So um, we're not here trying to divine what is the conservative dogma and set it out. But what we are trying to do is provide in one simple place kind of a sampling that will show a good distribution of this is where the moment arm of the conservative uh, movement really sits with respect to a certain agency. Um, there are, as you remarked, many places where there's division. And what we've done there in those cases were essentially present the diametric points of view or the divergent points and allow the candidate him or herself to elect. So, you know, what we ultimately want to do is literally put, you know, present this to, to the folks campaigning for president and say, this is what conservatives want in their standard bearer. 
and you know we want you to start from there and kind of come to us instead of us chasing after you the the book you know is it's a really thoughtful compendium of people everyone's like essentially a volunteer who's doing this um you know in addition to their day jobs but folks um you know part of this esprit is really everyone grabbing an oar and saying we have to we have to get this right and i i can tell you you know from my experience i was in the trump administration um outsider from government i was an attorney in private practice in new york always aspired to kind of get involved in politics but didn't have connections in washington didn't really know how to start and this this book and this entire project 2025 is meant to bring new blood to washington we want the posse not everyone can do this but we want those listening today to say hey i got two years now this is really my chance to to come to washington and this project 2025 is going to be the portal through which you enter into that service we're going to we're going to lay out paul, in the paul. book yes yeah, Paul, on that point, I want to wax a little eloquent briefly on this online training component because Steve Bannon's War Room is all about action, action, action. Steve has all sorts of projects like the precinct strategy, which gets people involved. What What is the online training train people to do to, to grab a hold more of, of their fate and, and, and follow the canon of Steve Bannon, action, action, action? What is that all about? What are they getting trained if they sign up? I'm sure. Is it like woke principles or diversity or is it something else? No. Well, you know, as I was saying, this entire project is uh, a clarion call for folks in what you like to, um, you know, joke. We all joke uh, as as uh, the real heart of America, what liberals deride as flyover country. But um, for us deplorables, this is the heart and soul. We want folks like that who, who have you know, strong convictions and skill sets and, and, and specialties to be able to say, you know, I can work in this federal government. We can't, as conservatives, look at limited government and think if we ignore it, it will go away. The liberals take over. And, and the esprit of this project, as, as even what, what Dr. Robert Sert Heritage said, is to go on offense. So in the training section, we're basically, we're teaching people this is how the federal government functions. You get a primer of what all these agencies extensively are supposed to do under law. But then two, it's like, how do you work within the government? What, what unites us, our 50 partners, is everyone's dead set on taking down the administrative state, deconstructing it. But that, that in itself is, is gonna be a very technical operation. And what we try to do here is when we set out our, our principles in the book, you know, so everyone can kind of say, this is what the book says about a certain agency. This is what we're aiming for. If you don't agree, this might not be for you. To get in this database, this is going to be the central place, like a kind of think of a conservative LinkedIn, but it's really allowing a candidate to, to uh, curate his or her own profile, upload their resume, their social media, you know, extol a little bit on their, their public service, their aspirations, and... Um, but also allow us to track people and kind of position them for various jobs. Three is the training component. This is online. Everyone who's interested can go to project2025.org and sign up for this under training. You'll go to the tab under training. And this is a series of lectures at base given by our, our kind of crowdsourced from our experts from across our 50 organizations telling you, you know, this is, 
this is how a grant program is administered in the federal government, or this is, this is the policymaking process, this is a security clearance. What, what do you have to do to come to work in the federal government? What does it, what is, um, you know, what does this entail? What, what, you know, even down to how am I going to relocate my kids or school systems and that kind of thing. Um, this is, these are classes and kind of coaching to, to go about that. And then finally four, which, which Russ is actually directing, Russ Vogt from Center for Renewing America, a war room stalwart, is really our action plan for the first 180 days. So we're identifying the regulations that have to be pulled down right away. We're drafting things that can go up. We're, we're drafting executive orders. And, and at the end of the day, we want to have a, a trained group of people who believe what we believe, who are identifying our database, and who are ready to essentially move out as special operators and have this ethos that you know, they're either moving forward or they're getting out of the way. So, Paul, well, let me get back to this, um, how you're handling some of the uh, the cross currents in the Republican Party. I, I mentioned earlier that uh, I, I'm part of the trade chapter. Um, I'm doing the case for fair trade. Uh, and there'll be another uh, gentleman who's doing the case for free trade. And that's a clear uh, battle line that I, I had to deal with in my four years in the Trump administration. Um, who you got for uh, for the immigration chapter, and how are they handling uh, sensitive issues like um, uh, the the case for against asylum? Sure. Again, um, well, I get a big reveal here is uh, Ken Cuccinelli, uh, who's formerly at DHS, is uh, was the principal author on that chapter. And uh, he, he had, like I said, a group of folks from, who've been nominated by our, our coalition partners as contributors to the volume. I think there must have been 30 folks or so who helped author that on DHS. Again, I, I think you'll be pleased with the way the chapter comes out. Um, sure. The, we're not, you know, again, there, this is a fusion a little bit. Uh, we're, we have to be additive. We have to win or this entire thing is academic. So um, we are trying to be respectful of where there's diversion opinions. We're trying to say, well, this is really where the majority opinion sits and where, you know, maybe some, some kind of dissenting view is seen as well. Um, lawyers do this and sometimes in joint briefs. But um, in, in the case of, of immigration, I think, um, you know, we do have cross-cutting themes, um, many of which you'll hear echoed in... Um, the war room, uh, we talk about obviously restoring full spectrum energy dominance, uh, ending the war on carbon. We talk about placing the American family as the centerpiece of life again. And we talk about really protecting our sovereignty, borders, and national treasure. So those are all cross cutting themes. And you see not only the DHS chapter with immigration, but you'll see that across when you're discussing state and all these attacks and, on our and sovereignty. And how about, uh, how about uh, Ukraine? Do you, do you handle that one or is that too, too hot a potato for you? Well, there is, you know, that, that is, uh, you put your thumb on it, that is definitely a um, diametrically opposed issue. I think that uh, the weight is tending more towards how people in the war room might receive it. Uh, but you know what we essentially did was, um, 
you know, bring together a lot of the foreign policy old hands who worked in that area, but, you know, kind of setting out some of the major attempts, you know, President Reagan used to call it the deep state department. And we were beginning to make hate inroads there, but, you know, it's, it's a complicated, uh, thing to undo. That's and a complicated. Is, hey, hey, I got to tell you, though, you, you're making me a little nervous when you talk about the old hands, because <laughs> that that takes me well, back to the to the, uh, the the days we got into places like Iran and Afghanistan I, I, and Hindu Kush. I hear Look, you. Um, let me give you let me give you your last plug and, and we're going to uh, bid you adieu. Look, everybody, please uh, check out Project 2025.org. It's Project 2025.org. It's been a pleasure to have Paul Dans with us from Heritage. Uh, this project is uh, is basically an umbrella project of 50 conservative groups coming together. And look, just go to the website, sign up. You'll get, you can get the free book uh, online, and uh, there's all sorts of other good stuff. Um, and and uh, Paul, the book's uh, coming out next month in April. And it's the 50-year anniversary of Heritage, uh, where you'll be having a big, uh, big soiree. And um, I thank you uh, for taking the time to come on the war room. Although, uh, you know, coat and tie is optional on the war room, just just so you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm, give my regards uh, to the folks at Heritage, and um, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll see you uh, next at the at the uh, at the event when the book comes out, Paul. Thanks again. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Warren. All right, my brother. All right. Um, we got about 60 seconds here to set up um, the next half hour. You can't go away because uh, there's two things that are going to happen. Miles Guo, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the latest uh, in the persecution of uh, Brother Miles. Um, and we're also going to uh, have a really uh, thoughtful discussion with Clay Clark about uh, a really important grassroots phenomenon that's sweeping this country called the Reawaken America Tour. The next one's going to be down um, in Miami at uh, Trump's Doral, May 12th and 13th. Uh, I'm going to be there myself. It'll be the first time I'll be in person in one of these things. So when we come back, stay with us. When we come back, uh, we're going to be having a great next half hour. In the meantime... um, Buy that Mike Lindell stuff. That's what it's all about. You got to support uh, the armor-piercing shell known as Mike Lindell. Peter Navarro, we'll see you just in a few minutes. Stay with us. Starting the new year, how will you prepare yourself, friends, and family? In the news, you're seeing constant government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflicts, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security. And privacy and relying on your cell phone in these scenarios simply won't cut it that's why over the last year i've been partnering with satellite phone store to help you stay prepared and ensure your vital communications stay brighter they're one of america's largest satellite companies with thousands of happy well-prepared customers for a limited time satellite phone store has a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash bannon that is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon. Get a bivy stick or an Imarsat satellite phone included with an annual agreement. Remember, that's you get a bivy stick or a Marsat 
satellite phone included with an annual agreement. Now, Satellite Phone Store's customer support team is located in the United States of America and can help you pick the best plan for you. Go to sat.com right now. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Sat123.com slash Bannon. And get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That is sat123.com slash Bannon. Sat123.com slash Bannon. Get it today. Take action, action, action. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships. Because of Viracleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. And Viracleanse is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee, and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Peter K. Navarro sitting in for the Admiral. The Admiral will be back in the war room tomorrow morning. He's uh, steering his way back from uh, epic performance 
uh, and show um, in East Palestine. The epic performance was not by Stephen K. Bannon, but rather by the citizens of that beleaguered town who were getting just run over by Joe Biden and Pete Buttigieg and the Biden EPA and everybody in between. Um, Okay, so um, I'm going to welcome Jane Zirkel um, onto the set to talk about one of the most complicated things. Jane, let me let me see if I get this straight. Uh, Miles Guo, who uh, is a Chinese expat, uh, arguably the single most important Chinese expat trying to take down the CCP, um, is being uh, hounded, persecuted, and now thrown in jail by the Department of Justice. Um, and the backdrop to all of this is a fascinating case with um, this um, uh, musician, Prez, I can't even pronounce his name, but he was part of a group with Lauren Hill and Wycliffe um, back in the 90s. They made a ton of money, and this guy goes off on his own, (laughs) and uh, he's accused by the federal government of getting in bed with a um, Chinese uh, scam artist who uh, paid paid the, the 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 singer, the American singer, uh, to manipulate people like Steve Wynn and others? Yeah, Steve Wynn, the guy who owns all the casinos in China, to extradite Miles back to communist China because obviously Miles was exposing. Uh, all of the uh, crimes of the Chinese Communist Party. So I guess, Jane, um, what does this trial mean for the freedom of Miles Guo? That's the only thing I care about. Jane. Well, that's right. Pras Michelle is facing trial for numerous charges ranging from conspiracy to money laundering to working to not registering as an agent of China. He met with the Vice Minister of Security of China on behalf of the CCP, who was working to have Miles Guo extradited. And this was because he was working with a gentleman by the name of Joe Lo, who was involved in a very notorious financial scandal, the 1MDB scandal involving the Malaysian government, in which billions of dollars were embezzled. And Joe Lowe was sort of a Hollywood Great Gatsby type who met Pras Michel. And when Pras became interested in the political world, Joe saw an opportunity to get involved as well. And actually around a million dollars of the stolen Malaysian money went to hey, the hey, Obama. Hey, Jane, 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 for, for, Jane, 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 forgive me here. I just want you to tell me, we can't get, this thing is too complicated to, to relate. Just tell me. Is this going to help Miles get his freedom, and why? I think it definitely has a good chance to impact that case because it shows how several co-conspirators operated with CCP officials to have Miles Guo extradited. Figures such as Elliot Brody and George Higginbottom, who have already pled guilty to charges related to this matter, and this is sort of the missing link between the money and the meeting with the CCP official that really shows just how deep CCP interference runs in the judicial system. Great. 
All right, look, you're going to uh, you're going to give the longer extended version as this trial uh, goes on. Uh, you're going to be back a lot as the war room correspondent. I thank you for the update, Jane. I'm going to pivot hard now uh, to my brother Clay Clark um, out in the great state uh, of Oklahoma. Uh, Clay uh, is uh, the uh, person who's putting together. Uh, this Reawaken America tour, which has been going on now, barnstorming the country. And I want to I want to just have a, a conversation with Brother Clay. Uh, Clay and I are working closely on some projects as well. Uh, I'll be in uh, Miami May 12th and 13th at Doral, my first live appearance um, at the Reawaken America tour. And so I wanted to, to just talk to Clay. Clay. Um, Tell tell us a little bit about the tour first, uh, and who's going to be on it? Because you get some really high profile folks, including um, the man I, I I love deeply, who who got deeply harmed by the deep state, uh, General Mike Flynn. Clay, floor is yours, brother. General Flynn's going to be there. Uh, Laura Trump, I just spoke to her. She'll be there. Uh, your good friend uh, Devin Nunes, uh, Cash Patel, uh, Eric Trump. So I would say a lot of the <clears throat> MAGA. Inner circle will be there, but then you have people that uh, maybe aren't in the MAGA inner circle, but those who are just standing up unapologetically for freedom. Uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits. Uh, you're going to have uh, Pastor Leon Benjamin, Pastor Greg Locke, Jim Brewer, the comedian, Sean Foyt, the praise and worship leader, and Peter. Really, how this event came about was when the lockdowns happened. Uh, my wife and I and all my Oklahomies. All we could do was pray for you. All I could do was pray for President Trump and pray for you. And, I, and that's what I did. And I determined in my mind that if they did a lockdown in the state of Oklahoma, I would sue the mayor of Tulsa and turn my building into a church to defy the lockdowns. If, 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 if the churches were going to lock down, I determined in my mind I would turn my church or my building into a church and I would sue the mayor of Tulsa to keep our city open. And I did just that when the lockdowns were announced and we started hosting weekly town halls when you weren't supposed to have 10 people or more. In a space, we would have 100 people in a space or 1,000 people in a space. And at one of those town halls, I met General Flynn, America's general, and he and I got to talking. And uh, I just felt like a God was calling me. I didn't see a burning bush. I didn't have a, a vision. I just felt like I was called to do something um, using my, my connections and talent and time and the things I can do. And uh, so I called General Flynn and I said, General Flynn, Let's do an event uh, where we're going to have five or 6,000 people together in one arena, one facility, and let's see how many people we can have stream this stream online did this event. And so we did the Reawaken America Tour, the first event. And if you can believe it or not, we had over 5,000 people in the same place. We weren't supposed to be getting together. Uh, we had over 50,000 people request a ticket. But what really blew my mind is we had over 7 million people that streamed the event online. And what I thought was going to be just one event, uh, Peter, General Flynn called me and said, can we do one more? So we did one more event in Florida. And now here we are 20 events later, taking the Reawaken America tour to Trump Doral uh, in Miami, Florida. And for anybody out there listening, we have scholarship uh, tickets, which means that anybody can afford these events. So if you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket, you don't have to be rich to be able to go. You don't have to have a you don't have to know somebody. You just have to request those tickets. And we have just under 700 tickets available right now for Miami, Florida, Trump Doral. That's timetofreeamerica.com. Uh, do me a favor, because I love that you talk fast and you get a lot of info out. Say that website really slowly where they can get the tickets and say it twice for me, brother. 
uh, time to free america.com time to free america.com also i've written this on my my cup i'm heavily inspired by day quill today there uh peter so this is my phone number you can text this number 918-851-0102 918-851-0102 the oklahoma allergies are getting me so i'm kind of on the day quill yeah, drip yeah. right now so this is my chaser but you can text that number 918-851-0102 all right, let, do me a favor. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, like a serious kind of step back a little bit. Uh, tell us a little about uh, who Clay Clark is and you know, where you grew up and and how you came to be somebody with a mission. Because as I've come to know you uh, fairly well now, uh, your mission really um, is one dedicated to restoring uh, this country, uh, to its values and greatness. So, so how, how did you, how did you go from, from where you're sitting now, uh, from where you started? How, what's the Clay Clark story in a, in a, in a nutshell, brother? My mom and dad were wonderful people. Uh, Tom Clark, may he rest in peace. My mom, Mary, and I grew up really poor. Uh, my dad worked at a gas station and he delivered pizzas for Domino's pizzas in his late thirties to provide for our family. And at the age of 15, I resolved in my mind that I wouldn't be poor anymore. Uh, so I read, you know, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. I read all the Norman Vincent Peale books. I read how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad. And then, uh, I got three jobs. I worked at Applebee's target and direct TV. And uh, before the age of 22, I had built a multi-million dollar entertainment company called uh, DJConnection.com, which I don't own and I haven't owned for over 10 years. But that company, we were doing over 4,000 events a year, Peter. We were doing weddings and corporate events, massive events. And uh, uh, I sold that business. And then I got involved in the following industries. I got involved in the dental industry. I got involved in the photography industry, in the legal <laughs> industry. In the real estate industry, and the home flipping industry, this is yeah. a real thing. In the dog training industry, and the carpet cleaning industry, it's a lot. And if you go to thrivetimeshow.com and you click on testimonials, you can see. But basically, I'm a guy who uh, developed 200 plus uh, income streams or 200 plus brands. And so how I how I make money is I charge people a flat fee to to grow their business, and then I get a small percentage of the growth, and that's how I make money. And so I'm kind of betting on myself because if I'm not uh, generating revenue or growth for my client, I'm not making any money. And anyway, um, yeah. at the age of 27, Peter, I'd hit pretty much my financial goals. And I've just felt like that this republic is worth saving. And I always thought that President Trump would be able to stop the deep state himself. And when I saw Fauci get up there on national television and tell people uh, things that I knew to be false because I knew the models that said that 2.2 million people would die from COVID were falsely calibrated by Deborah Burks's own admission. I knew that the PCR tests were falsely calibrated or could be falsely used to inflate the number of cases per the, the statements of Kerry Mullis, the inventor of the PCR tests. And when I knew that COVID was treatable with budesonide and ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine because I have doctors who are clients of mine. Uh, Dr. Meehan, that's MeehanMD.com, and Dr. Sherwood, and the late, great Dr. Zelenko, these guys had treated between the three of them 27,000-plus COVID-19 patients with only three deaths. And when I saw the way he was lying to you guys and lying to the American people, I recognized that I needed to take my personal, uh, whatever my personal agenda is, and put that aside and to focus my schedule on trying to save America. So normally, 
Peter, I wake up at 3 a.m. and I work till 6. That's my normal. I wake up at 3 a.m. and I work till 6. I do that six days a week. And I've always done that to grow um, my businesses and my family's wealth. And I decided to refocus that and to focus on saving this nation. And so from 3 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day, all I do is Project Reawaken America, Project Save America. And uh, that's why we let people name their price when they come to our events, because I don't want anybody to be unable to know the truth, because we are in a very perilous time in this nation. And if it wasn't for great folks like Steve Bannon, like yourself, General Flynn, Cash Patel, et cetera, uh, we would be in a far worse situation. And I just feel like you guys need some reinforcements. And so I know I wasn't invited by you to join the party, but hopefully you feel uh, the, 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 the love and support of people like myself that are just trying to help you, help support you and get the message out. So um, you, you, what your story tells me, you are the, like the quintessential American entrepreneur. This country was made for you. Did you graduate from high school? Did you ever go to college? Did yeah, well, you just I went, hit the ground running? Well, I, I, I'm a big fan of case studies. So I went to high school um, and I graduated early or I finished high school early. And in Minnesota, if you have all your credits, you can go to college early. So I graduated just like everybody else, but I went to college early during my junior and senior year. I transferred to Oral Roberts University. I'm not being disparaging of Oral Roberts University, but I remember talking to my professor and I said, Mr. Professor, how much money do you make? He told me the number. And, and Peter, I was DJing wedding and I had a company and we were charging $600 per event. And at the time I was doing about 500 <laughs> events a year. Yeah. I thought to myself, you know, I could make 10 times what my professor makes per year if I would just drop out and focus on that. And so I began reading case studies. And so what I do is I'll get a book and I'll just give you an example. I'll get a book like this, um, The Collapse of the Dollar. This is over a decade old. And what I do to books is probably unethical, but I read them, I highlight them, I take notes on every page, I dog ear them, and I apply what I'm learning into my life and businesses. So I taught myself Photoshop and videography and accounting and bookkeeping, and um, I just devour case studies. So if you ever come to Tulsa to my man cave, you'll see all these books that I've studied. And if I ever get stuck, I find somebody who's very good at that task. So when I started a photography company, believe it or not, I didn't know how to take photos, had no interest in photography, but I thought to myself, you know what, that could, be a, that could be a profitable industry. So I hired a wedding photographer to teach myself and my team, and I build all the systems, and I have a four-step uh, four process, Peter. Step one, you find a problem, which people have a lot of problems. Step two, you solve the problem. Step three, you try to sell the solution. And step four, you nail it and scale it. And that's how I'm involved in all these industries. So I'm just a lifetime learner a voracious reader. And I really do. I, I mean this sincerely. I love your podcast because your podcast says um, it's, like, it's like a daily briefing where you take a, something that could be said in, in three hours and you say it in 10 minutes. And I prefer people that teach that way. And so I try to surround myself with people uh, that are very high functioning, um, get it doneers, people that can quickly teach me a skill set yeah. that I need to learn. And that's what I do. Yeah, I th thanks for mentioning the uh, the podcast and, and Substack. I just put a put a little plug in. It's PeterNavarro.substack.com. And yeah, what I'm trying to do with that clay is um, basically provide the best what I call short form podcast at the intersection of politics and economics that that that's out there. And uh, Thomas Jefferson once famously wrote uh, that I would have written you a shorter letter. Uh, but I didn't have the time. And, and what I'm trying to do in the podcast is use my time uh, to save your time to, to hit that. So, so thanks.
I'm looking uh, forward to, to, to seeing uh, your reawakened tour down in Durrell um, up close and personal. And uh, folks can, um, can stream that as well. Uh, let's go through once more uh, how they can sign up for it, uh, the fact that uh, there's scholarships available and that uh, that this stuff is both, I guess, live streamed, and then after the fact, you you uh, you archive it, right? Yeah, if you go to rumble.com and you search for the Thrive Time Show, there you'll be able to watch the event for free. But what we do, Peter, is we pack in, if people can believe this, we pack in 70-plus speakers during a two-day event. We have every speaker gets a 15-minute runway to share the truth. You'll be given a half hour, but most speakers are given a 15-minute window to share the truth. And what we do is there's no teleprompters. There's no corporate sponsors. And if people go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can request a ticket. And I tell people, you know, if you could pay $250 for a regular price ticket, that would be great. But if your budget allows you to spend $7, that's okay, too. Because we all need to do what we can to save this country. So um, these events are not profitable for me. The Rolling Stone did a hit piece on me uh, stating that I've that Clay Clark has bitten off more than he can chew because they somehow got a hold of some of the vendors and the lighting companies and the sound companies that I've hired, and they've determined that I'm losing money at these events, which is true. But we're not doing this to, to make a profit. We're doing this to save the country because it'll be very hard for our, our economy yeah. to be profitable if it's not free. So if you want to attend these events, folks, don't let money get in the way. Don't let time get in the way. Carve out time. Choose to be there. What gets scheduled gets it's done. You can go to timetofreeamerica.com, timetofreeamerica.com. And if you want a little bit faster service, you can text this number right here, 918 <laughs> 918-851-0102. And I mean this sincerely. Your podcast, uh, William Shakespeare yeah. said that brevity is the soul of wit. And I've only had the opportunity to spend time in fellowship with President Trump on two occasions. <laughs> But I can tell you, you operate at Trump time, and so does he. And that's what it's going to take to save this country. We don't have time yeah. for bureaucracies, yeah. and we need to get things done. And I just encourage people, if you want to get things done, come to these events, get plugged in. I promise you're going to leave inspired to do what's required to save this great republic. All right, my brother. Uh, you are you are an awesome dynamo that, well, that operates uh, – not a lot of hours in a day left after you use them. Um, Clay, thanks for being on uh, War Room. Uh, folks, uh, check out the Reawaken tour. I'm going to let Clay go now and finish off um, with some breaking news um, from Brazil. And this is, um, this is a big deal. Uh, Admiral Bannon here has been following how the CCP has cut deals now with Russia. Uh, to get off the U.S. dollar and Iran to get off the U.S. dollar in Saudi Arabia, and in, in the in the if 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 the world gets off the U.S. dollar in oil, that's going to have a tremendous impact um, on this country. And now we learn uh, that Lula, the uh, presidente of Brazil, um, has just reached an agreement. Uh, to trade um, with communist China strictly uh, in Chinese yuan, um, indeed. So, as Steve says, often elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. Uh, Lula, corrupt CCP puppet who stole that election from Bo uh, Bolsonaro. Uh, now they're trying to, like with Trump, trying to put Bolsonaro in prison. Um, 
This this can't stand, folks. So um, Steve will be back with you here tomorrow in the war room. Uh, I promise, Steve, that uh, your beloved pink sheet will be back um, in its place. But I always like to uh, uh, give you a little poke on that because um, I know it's dear to your heart. Uh, in the meantime, um, it's an honor and privilege to be here in the war room. I'm asking everyone in the posse to go to Peter Navarro substack.com peternora.substack.com and get the best short form podcast and substack out there at the intersection of politics and economics and come to Steve Bannon's War Room for the long form. Peter Navarro out. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.